Hey guys, welcome back to Student Pages Podcast. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Hey, Lucy, how are you doing? Happy New Year. Hi, Hi Happy New Year. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Uh, I'm joined today by, by Lucy Calcinez, a singer-songwriter. Um, how, yeah, what did you do for New Year's? Well, Thanks so much honestly, for being here, by the way. It's not that we couldn't do much, because, you know, with the current situation, everything's a bit weird. <laughs> but I just, like, spend it with my family. It's just, like, the basic stuff, you know? I think a lot of people did that this year. Is that something you kind of not used to? I mean, my parents always work on like New Year's Eve because they're both singers. So they usually have like shows and stuff. So that's actually what we did. Like I just went to the show with them and that was it. So I'm used to it. It wasn't really like too different from what I usually do every year. You normally go to one of their shows on New Year's? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they always perform on New Year's. So that's like the tradition type of thing that we have. And amazing. And and, uh, you put out a Christmas tune uh just, it, yeah. just before new year's as well and it went hard it was like a kind of different vibe to other music it was this kind of like like r&b slow jam mrs claus <laughs> it was cool do you think we'll do more tunes like that um probably because i'm trying to get into like the trappy vibes now so i'm, I'm really into that now i'm trying to like um fusion that with like the commercial pop that I normally do in my Latin music so you're gonna hear a little bit of that soon hopefully it's a trap music not trap trap but like you know cute trap <laughs> cute trap I don't think I've ever heard that might be you might be inventing a new genre there yeah probably <laughs> I love to do that that's amazing and you said your parents do music is that kind of in part how you got into music yeah definitely because like I grew up watching them so since I was like three years old or something, I always like wanted to be a musician because I thought that's what I was meant to do because of watching them. I was like, okay, so this is what I'm supposed to do when I grow up. And that's how I kind of like started like getting into the thing. And that's when my passion like really hit me when I was really little. And what kind of music do they do? Is it different from the kind of stuff you do? Um, so my parents do a little bit of everything. Uh, my mom's more into like Latin music, you know, like salsa and like also pop and stuff like that. And my dad is like a classic tenor. So he does like opera. So it's very, very different, but it's a good thing because I have like different genres that I can kind of like take um, things from and learn from. So I'm really excited that they decided to take different paths with their careers. Is it quite a, lo- a loud house? Because I've been in houses with singers before and there's a lot of singing around the house. You sort of hear someone on the stairs in the distance. Is that what it's like? I mean, it, it kind of is because my mom's always singing in the shower and then I think we're just loud in general because we're Latin. So even when we speak, we're loud. <laughs> Is it quite, is it quite a, a fiery household then? Definitely, I'd say that, yeah. You've got brothers and sisters as well? Or? No, no, I'm an only child, but my dog is really loud as well. She's always barking. <laughs> She's always screaming and shouting. And other than singing, did you play instruments growing up? I do. Um, I started playing the piano when I was like seven years old. And I started playing the guitar when I was like around 13. But I would say the piano is like my strong instrument though. Cause like with the guitar, I only play like a few chords and stuff that kind of like are really helpful to like play some songs and stuff. But like piano is the thing that I like, I'm specialized in. Mm. What's your favorite thing to play on the piano? I don't really play classic stuff. Like I never liked that. Even when I was like um, getting lessons and stuff, I was always like, they would give me like a classic piece to play. And then on the day of the exam, I would just show up with whatever I wanted, like a Beyonce song or something. So I just like to like, I just use piano for like um, writing more than anything. Songwriting and producing. Are you allowed to do that? Show up on the day with a different song? 
I mean, I wasn't, but apparently they liked it because I graduated so. <laughs> nice. And you came to uni in the UK as well, right? How was that? It was great. Honestly, it was one of the best experiences. Um, I had so much fun. I learned so much and I met a lot of new people. So I was really happy that I got to like study in a different country because I learned from a different culture as well. So it was a really, really good experience. Where did you go? Which uni? I went Middlesex. Middlesex University. Yeah. Wow. That's like know. in Hendon, Hendon Central, like around, it's in the north. Hendon, okay. Is it like in a, is it city or is it kind of in the middle of nowhere? No, it's in London. It's actually like North London. Oh, that's shameful because I'm from North London, so I should know where Hendon Are is. Are you? Where yeah, from? Yeah. Where? Islington. It's like close to Wembley, but not really, like a 15 minute bus drive from Wembley. Damn, okay, I have no idea. I yeah, I've, I've I think I've heard of it before, but Middlesex well, University. Do your research then. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a student as well. This is a student podcast. I should know Middlesex mm-hmm. University. I know. Oh my god. Well, now you know. Was it fun though? Was it a lot of people doing music like you? Yeah, I mean, um the thing is that my degree was music business and arts management, so it wasn't really like um anything about performing or stuff like that it was obviously more like the business side so there weren't like a lot of performances and stuff but I did meet a lot of people that were in like the pop chorus for example and they had like a lot of performances and I was always like taking part in that because I love performance I was like you guys can I do a little something here and a little something there so I was always like um doing things on like um the end of the year fairs and stuff like that so I was always like present in the artistic things apart from like the business side of it so I really have fun. Music school kids are a lot of fun, man. They've got, but music kids have a bit of a reputation as well for kind of being a bit wild. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Everything, like everyone was kind of crazy, to be honest with you, but it was a good, it was a good type of crazy though. Did you, um, did you always want to do uh, reggaeton and that kind of style of music? Well, to be honest, um, I always did pop like pop is my thing that's my favorite genre and that's what I would like to do um but I realized that Latin music was really important into nowadays market and also it's my culture so I thought it was like really important to portray my culture and just like show people where I'm from and my background so that's why I've been trying to kind of like fusion reggaeton and pop and create this new genre called pop don because I kind of want to do something different but I don't want to like step way too far from what my thing is which is like commercial pop music yeah well from pop ton to to nice trap or or cute trap trap. (laughs) were you always writing those kind of uh reggaeton pop songs or was that like a an evolution of something else i think it was an evolution because i didn't used to sing in spanish like until i was like i think i think i started singing in spanish when i was like around 19 or 20 so a few years ago, actually. I've always been singing in English, but then I thought, you know what? Let me add a little bit of spice. <laughs> and then all of this happened. But that's mad to me because surely your instinct would be to write in your first language. I know, but I, I don't know. I grew up listening to Justin Bieber and like Katy Perry, Ariana Grande and all of that. So I always wanted to do like the pop, the commercial pop, you know, American type of vibe. Uh, so that's what I grew up writing, really. Um, but I, I discovered that singing in Spanish is really important as well. And it gives me the opportunity to stand out from other artists and like do a different thing. So that's why I want to incorporate like Latin elements into my music as well. Mm. 
but just is that not is that not difficult writing in a, in a different language or have you always that, kind of speaking English I mean I started learning English when I was like six at school and then I went to like a private academy and stuff so it's like I mean because I was used to singing in English I kind of knew how to like write a little bit like I wasn't obviously an expert like grammatically and stuff like it got better over time um but I would say it was easier for me to like write in in English than in Spanish because I was used to singing in English so I kind of knew what the rhymes and stuff were more in that genre than in reggaeton but then when I started listening to reggaeton and like more Spanish music I kind of like got the vibe from that and that's what I've been doing just trying to like combine both things which is a bit harder because you have to write in two different languages and you have to make it make sense and it's hard but I'm gonna keep working on it. <laughs> well it's I mean you come from such a mix of cultures as well where are all the places that you've lived? So um, my parents are from Cuba and like half of my family still lives in Cuba. Um, I was raised in Spain. I, I was actually born in Madrid and then I was raised in the Canary Islands. So I spent most of my life in the Canary Islands and then I moved to London when I was like 17 for uni and stuff. And I have a lot of family in Miami as well. So I would say those are like my four main places, Cuba, Miami, London and Spain. And the Canary Islands must have been interesting as well, because that's kind of a mix of cultures in itself. Like being there, you've got like Latin American influence and Spanish influence. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what was your favorite place? Um, to be honest, right now, I would say I'm between London and Miami. Those are like my two favorite places. That makes me proud to hear that you like London. I'm a proper Londoner. What, what's your favorite place in London? What do you like about it? I just like the vibes in general. Like there's always something to do, you know, the people. Like I just I just like being there because there's always something going on. Like you're never going to be bored. And I like the fact that there's like a lot of like mix when it comes to cultures. So you can just like have a little bit of everything in just one city. And I love that. It's true. Where do you, which place do you, which place do you feel like had, had the most impact on you? Definitely London. Cause that's when I started growing up really as a person and an artist that's when I started like you know working with producers and like going to sessions and that's when I lived by myself for the first time so I was independent and I was able to discover more about myself as a person and an artist so I would definitely say that London has really shaped who I am today both as a person and an artist. And at what point because you must have been in London when you decided you wanted to go on The Voice. Well what? actually um I didn't decide to go on The Voice. They scouted me because they saw me on Instagram. So they were like, oh, would you like to audition? Whatever, whatever. And I was like, I mean, yeah, why not? I got nothing to lose. I was kind of scared though. But then I auditioned and all of this happened. So I'm, I'm really happy and grateful that they got me to audition for it. And that was it? You just decided, was there any hesitation or you just sort of thought, why not? I'll, I'll go ahead and nah, do it. I didn't hesitate. I was like, let's do it. Because I thought to myself, it's going to be positive whatever the outcome is like it's going to be a positive experience because I'm going to learn I'm going to meet new people and it doesn't matter if I don't get through because at the end of the day at least I'm getting the experience but I got through to the semi-final so I was really happy and proud and grateful I didn't expect to get that far to be honest especially because I was singing in Spanish and like you know doing something super different from what people are used to listen to in the UK so I was really surprised. Was that a big moment when you found out you got through? What was the, what were your feelings at that time? Um, honestly, I was, I just, I was just really excited. And like, I just really wanted to like keep going. Like every time I would get through to like a different stage of the competition, I would just want to work harder 
I don't know. It kind of like motivated me more to like keep going and being a better artist. So I'm just so grateful that I got the experience because it really helped me grow as an artist as well. Your mom was great on The Voice as well. <laughs> Backstage, I'm very excited. She has a lot of energy. She's a big fan of yours. I know. And obviously, because she's an artist as well, she, she, she was just giving her everything, honestly. And I'm so happy because like my parents always really support me with everything because um, they're both musicians. So they know what this industry is about and they're always by my side and I'm super grateful that they're supportive of me because I wouldn't have been able to do half of the things I've done if it wasn't for them to be honest mm. are they big stars not really but they act like they are <laughs> <laughs> no I mean um they've always been able to like make a living out of music but they never really made it like super super big that's why I kind of want to do that for them as well like I kind of want them to live their dream through me which is a lot of pressure, but hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure. I know. <laughs> I'm stressed. Do you, feel that, do you feel that pressure or do you feel like it's kind of self-imposed? Um, it is. It definitely is because they haven't told me anything. But it's like I kind of feel like I have to do it because it's like like I'm like kind of like the hope of the family in the music industry. So I'm like, okay, I need I need to make it happen. Like I need to be a superstar because I need to make them proud. So I gotta wear my ass off of this, <laughs> which is a lot of motivation as well. Like it's not only pressure, it motivates me as well. So it's not a bad thing. Of course, of course. And on that journey, what what's helped you the most? Because obviously there's, there's, you've had Will and you've had The Voice. What moment was kind of made you think, oh, I can really do this. I can really make a career out of this. Mm. to be honest I've always tried to think like that even before mm. the voice because to me it's like if I don't think that I'm gonna make it I'm not gonna make it because there's a lot of people that have the same dream and there's like a lot like the music industry is really really hard so you really need to believe in yourself in order to accomplish something so it, it wasn't a moment like I've always tried to build that inside of my head like I can't do this I can't do this I can do this I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make it but obviously uh, when I got like the fourth chair turn on the voice that kind of gave me like confirmation like okay if these like global superstars turn for me and they told me that I was already a superstar and then I have opportunities that means that I am because they're not gonna lie to me so I wasn't wrong in what I was thinking. <laughs> so that was kind of like a confirmation for me. And I was really grateful that I got to have that because it kind of gave me like more power to keep going. What's it like working with, with Will? Is he as eccentric as he seems? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he <laughs> is. Um, so like in the beginning, I was really scared because Will, he's a really cool dude. He's super funny, but you really need to catch his vibe because if you don't, you're just there like super awkward, like, hi so in the beginning I was like oh my gosh should I talk to him should I not talk to him what do I say but you know what I just went I just went for it I was like yo well what's up and and, and we really connected super well so I'm really happy that we got along well because I caught his vibe and he caught mine so we had a lot of fun together I loved working with Will but has he done anything very strange that you're kind of a bit shocked by not very strange I've just noticed that he's always like not he's always either on his phone or he's like tapping things he's always like 
or something. And I think it's because <laughs> he's thinking about things that he's going to produce. And I understand that because I'm like that sometimes as well. Like I can be in a conversation, but I'm just thinking about, okay, I need to add this snare when I go back home because I didn't like that melody. And now I'm going to change the melody of this thing. You know, like I'm thinking about things. So I kind of understood why he was doing that because he's so creative that his mind is always like, you know, at, like just imagining things. So I would say that's like the weirdest thing that he does, but I do that too. So I don't like, I'm not criticizing him because I'm the same. <laughs> what kind of things, like what does he help you out with specifically? Like what would he say to you? Would he advise you specifically with the music or more about your career or? Um, I would say um, the thing that I like about Will the most is that he always like supports me. Like he never really says, oh, do this, do that. Oh, uh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Like he's always like listening to what I think and what I want to do. And he supports my vision like he tries to enhance it but he never says do this or do that like he's never tried to like tell me what to do but he's always supporting my vision so i'm super grateful for that and he also helped me a lot when it comes to like um business wise like he helped me um understand more how i'm i'm capable of like establishing myself in the industry and he kind of like orientated me a little bit when it came to like songwriting and stuff like that. So it, it was really useful. He helped me with a lot of things actually. Mm. And in terms of songwriting, because I listened to you in an interview, you said that one of the things you try and do is you try and turn heartbreak into something positive. Yeah. You, do you say, would you say you've had a lot of heartbreaks or are you more of a heartbreaker? Dude, why do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I would definitely say um, that I'm always the heartbroken one because I'm too dramatic and I'm too romantic and I'm too passionate about things. So I'm always like super invested and I'm like, yes, let's fall in love. You're the love of my life. And like, no, none of them is the love of my life. And then I realize, and I'm like, well, I did all of this for nothing. Uh, but the positive thing about that is that when I'm heartbroken, I write the best songs. So I'm not going to complain if I get heartbroken again, because that's going to be another hit. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean, put yourself out there if it's good for your career. Yeah. Damn. No, but I'm not, I'm not in the dating scene right now. I'm just focused on my career, to be honest. So I've had enough with that. Of course. What, British guys, it's a no? I mean, just at the moment, I'm just not thinking about that. So that's why I'm not really, like, you know, focused on that type of thing. What, what are you thinking about at the moment? What have you got plans for an album? Are you just focused on writing songs? What's next? Um, so there's a lot of new music coming in 2021. I'm going to keep releasing uh, new songs. So stay tuned for that. And I would definitely say that my biggest project is just to like keep growing as an artist and to keep expanding my fan base. So I'm going to do that by just putting content out there and like new music. So that's like the main project right now. Mm. And is that, is it hard to feel like you're, you're kind of taking off at the moment, but everything, things are kind of on hold because of COVID. Does that feel like, an, yeah. uh, does it feel like you can't take advantage of things? Yeah, obviously. Uh, COVID is just like screwing everyone up really. Like there, there's no other way to describe it. Like in every field, not only music, but like with everything, it's just weird. And that's just top the world basically. But at the same time, I feel like it's given us more time, especially me, to like um, work on my music and just like focus on my career. So I'm kind of grateful for it as well. I can't really complain because I've been taking the time to actually be more productive. 
So I would say that as much as it's like slowed things down, it's also helped me to like be more prepared from or when the time comes. And do you have plans for an album? Not the moment. No, I think I'm just going to keep releasing singles at the moment. That's like my, my main strategy right now. But later on, definitely, I would like to release an album. But I think that I need to grow my fan base more before that happens. Interesting, interesting. And um, I was wondering if you could give us a little, if you could sing for us just a little bit, if you could give us a little sample, sing right, something yeah. for us. Um, well... Yes, I'm actually going to do like, I'm going to sing the hook for my latest single, which is called Official, and it's now available on all digital platforms and everything. So go do the things, go stream, subscribe to my channel, all of that. <laughs> it goes like this. No sé qué está pasando últimamente, que siempre está rondando por mi mente, y no puedo parar de pensar en ti. No sé qué me hiciste, no soy así. You know I can't stop thinking about you lately. I'm being honest, I'm not trying to fake it. I wish you could just make up your mind and see that I can be everything that you need. I wanna post you on Instagram. Want all hands in the boulevard. This thing is what you're the one I want. So baby, won't you make it official? Available now Woo! everywhere. <laughs> I was actually trying hard not to like break into like white boy dancing. I was trying so hard not to bite my lip there. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for um, for coming on and talking to me, Lucy. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure, honestly. It's been great. And, and thanks everyone so much for listening to the Student Pages podcast. Catch you next time.